Yes, indeed, you are big God. You are God by yourself. You are God on your own. There is none that can be compared unto you. The prophet Isaiah said, Who is like unto our God? Let him proclaim for us to see. The heavens and the earth everywhere were silent. Because there is none like unto you. Blessed be your name, this great God. Blessed be your name, this marvelous God. Blessed be your name, this awesome God. Blessed be your name for the privilege to come before your presence. The privilege to serve you. The honor done us. To be your servants and to be your children. Thank you for the blessing to receive from this great God. Thank you for the blessing for you, this great God, to speak to us. Let your word have a free course. Let your word touch our lives. Let your word bless us. Let everyone live with a miracle. Let everyone live with a breakthrough. Let everyone live with a touch from heaven. We declare our lives are never the same. Give us heart to receive from you this morning. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Blessed be your name. In Jesus, my blessed name. Amen. Hallelujah. This is the day the Lord has made. We rejoice and we are glad in it. Can somebody rejoice this morning? Hallelujah. Are you rejoicing or you are crying or you are talking to someone? Hallelujah. Amen. By the grace of God, we bless him for the gift of life. And the blessing to be counted among them. We, we don't take it for granted at all. It has just been by the grace and by the mercies of God. I mean, we hear it all the time. Every week you see people passing by. I mean, passing on. And um, we are not special from them. It is just by the grace of God. To be counted among the living. That's the reason why nobody has any... I mean, you don't have any reason that you can't serve God. It is just by His grace and by His mercies. And I believe that this morning we are here to offer praise back to Him. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now, Psalm 89, 11 to 15. So I'm sharing with you this morning, Faith Toward God, Part 3. The heavens are yours, the earth also is yours. The world and all its fullness, you founded them. The north and the south, you have created them. Tabor and Hammon rejoices or rejoice in your name. These are communities. You have a mighty arm. He has what? Mighty. The arm of the Lord is mighty. Strong in hand. And high is your right hand. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. Mercy and truth go before your face. Blessed are the people who know the joyful sound. Now the joyful sound is referring to from verse 11. Those who know how that this God is mighty. His arm is not short. His great God. That's the joyful sound. Now you know how this God is. That he's not a small God but he's a big God. He's an awesome God. Blessed are those who know the joyful sound. That their God is not small. That their God is big. They walk. Oh Lord in the light of your countenance. When you walk in the joyful sound of how great your God is, you always walk in his light. You, you will never walk in darkness because he's a God of light. Please help me tell the person, your God is big, he's not small. Tell us with conviction, he's a big God, he's a big God. Now Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6, he said, all that come to the Lord must believe that he is. Because it, without faith, it is impossible he said, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For who, he who comes to God must. Everybody says he's a must. 
that he is and that he is the a, a reward of those who deal. If you are here to see God, you will never miss him. Amen. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Amen. This your God will never disappoint you. Now faith, now faith toward God, as I already defined from the word from scriptures last week, it is God being your total reliance, dependence and trust on him alone. That your life and your faith is not dependent on who, who you are, what you have, and what you are connected to, or anybody, but on this God alone. Because any, anything that you trust on, anything that you, you depend on, can easily disappoint you. Please be rest assured of that. Jeremiah 17.5, he said, Cares is the one who puts his trust in a man. Thus says the Lord, Cares is the man who trusts in another man, and makes flesh his strength, whose heart departs from the Lord. I pray that your hope and your trust will never rely on any man. Amen. Never rely or trust in whatever you do, in what, whatever you have, or in whatever you can do. Never ever trust on that. Faith toward God is also when your life is, about, is all about God. I mean, you genuinely see God as your everything. That without God, you are helpless, you are hopeless, you are useless, you are nothing. This is the foundation of faith in God. My life I'm talking about from the deepest of your heart that God is everything. Not what you have. Not who you know. Not what you are connected to. But God, not your husband, not your wife, not anything that you can think of. But you see God as everything. Without God, I'm nothing. Without God, I'm useless. Without God, my life is nothing. He's the source of everything. And please listen to me. If you see God like that, it will manifest in your daily activities with Him. I pray that our faith will build this toward God. In the name of Jesus. Now, last week, by the grace of God, we saw wonderful people who demonstrated faith toward God. In Hebrews chapter number 11, let's look at from, we look at from verse 3, but let's look at Hebrews 11, 11. How people demonstrated faith toward God. Now, by faith, Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed. And she bore a child when she was past the age. Because she judged him faithful who had promised. My body is weak. Everything around me is negative. But I believe this God will never disappoint. It is faith toward God. When even the odds, everything doesn't look so well. Where you are coming from, your background, who your mother is, you didn't go to school, things are not too well with you. And yes, you still have faith in this God that your life can change and your life can become better. He will never disappoint you. I'm telling you. Therefore, from one man and him as a good as dead, were born as many as the stars of the sky in multitude, innumerable as the sand which is by the seashore. Please roll. Now, these all died in faith. They all did what? And not having received the promise. I mean, some of them did not even see what we were believing God to see. Even in death, they still believed God. They still had faith toward God. Some of you are, you are easily giving up on God. I'm telling you. Listen to me. Whether God performs the miracle you are looking for, whether God gives your heart whatever you are looking for or not, God will still remain God and still have faith in Him. You are not serving God because of what you are looking for. You know, whether God blesses you with husband or not, whether God gives you whatever you are, whatever you are looking for or not, still have faith in this God. Whether, whether you receive the promise or not, He is still God and He will never disappoint you. Don't have any other alternative from God. Otherwise, you will become an alternative. These died in faith, not having received the promise, but having seen them afar off, were assured of them, embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. Now, for those who say such things, declare plain that they seek a homeland. They look beyond the, the natural. 
And truly, if they had called to mind that, I mean, that country from which they had come out, they would have had opportunity to return. We know that where God has taken us from, he's taken us somewhere. We know, even though we have not gotten there, it is difficult, but we know we are getting there. We are not turning back. That's what he's saying. They look into the future. Please, where God has taken you from, he's taking you somewhere. Even though you may not be at where you want to be, but you are not turning back. God will take you to your destination. Help me tell the person, your end is better. Your end is well. Tell the person, I'm not going back. I'm not going back. I'm not going back. I'm not going back. But now they desire better. That is a heavenly country. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God. God is my God. For he has prepared a city for them. By faith, Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac. And he who had received the promise offered up his only begot. Can you imagine this? By faith in God. You are looking for a child for so many. God promised you over 25 years. The promise came to pass after 25 years. Now, after the 25, this same God appears to you that the child I gave you 25 years ago, I mean, I gave you that you waited for 25 years. Go and kill the child. Woo! If, you, if it was you, what will you do? But there is a faith toward God here. Abraham knew. There was a moment, the moment the Lord told Abraham, he took the lad and they went to Man Moriah, a journey of three days. Any child here? Anybody younger? Come, Bruni, come. Took this boy. The Bible did not say he even told the wife. Took the boy. Hey, that's where I'm going. I'm going to sacrifice you. I'm going to kill you. Let's go. The boy lie down. Took the knife. About to kill the boy. Please, from the heart of Abraham, he had already killed Isaac. Not telling. Do you know the reason why? Because he knew that even if this God kills this child, he can bring this child back to life. And God can even give me another child, even in my old age. Because everything is possible with this kind of God. I pray you will never underestimate this kind of God you are serving. Please thank you, get up. Don't look down upon this God. He's bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. You are bigger than any other God. Oh, you are big. Oh, you are greater. You are great than any other God. Oh, you are. Oh, you are big. Oh, 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 I said, please, uh, I, I, I don't really, he doesn't talk to me all the time. I, was, I think we've spoken about once or twice in the church. He comes close to the church and the person goes. He said, oh, please, uh, I'll call you. No, give me your, your number. He didn't have that. I said, give my number to you. Within a week, he called me. He said, please, um, the speakers and those things you, you spoke about, uh, 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 what is left? I said, no, I hear what is left. I said, oh, we have some few things that are left. He said, how much is it going to cost? 
when I, I mean, I didn't want to embarrass the person. So, oh, please, whatever you want to support with the speakers, whatever I want to do, please, you can give. I'm talking about how awesome this God is. Whatever you want to give, you can just give it. And the person said, no, please. I said, how much is left? But when I look at the person from the human point of view, I said, ah, how much is left? I mean, if I tell you even 2,000, can you give me 2,000? From the human point of view. Then, he said, please, how much is left? So I did some few calculations. So, okay, because we bought this, the speakers and the amplifier within the bed, we, ha- we, ha- we have to buy some few other things. So I took two out of them. I said, amplifier, um, keyboard, and uh, mixer. The keyboard is 2,000, I think seven or so, and the mixer, 1,000 something, so all about five, I mean 5,000. And I said, 5,000. So I just said it. I was on Friday, Friday I had a call at the office. I said, please, where are you? I said, please, I'm at the office. The person came. I said, what is it? He handed an envelope to me, and it was exactly the 5,000 uh, I told him. <laughs> and I said, I should have even said 10,000. <laughs> Tell the person, don't limit God, don't limit God, don't limit God. Look at the person, don't limit God. Yeah. There's somebody in the church, very quiet. Very quiet in the church. The person is, I don't want to mention anybody's name. Very quiet person. Close to the church, the Bible, whatever. Quiet. Don't underestimate God. He can do anything. Within the week, somebody called me. Not a member of our church. Please come and pray. I want to take a step. I want to do something. Please come and pray with me. So I went to pray with the person. And uh, when I was leaving, after sorting me out, sorting me and all that, he said, oh, I forgot. Uh, I'm told you've, you've opened a branch at uh, Ashamai. So how is it going? What, what, what is it? And I said, oh, by the grace of God, we are on, uh, we have bought a stone on the land. And I said, okay, uh, the Lord just touched my heart. I want to give towards the, the person also gave 2,000 towards the shaman. Not a member of the church. Oh. Look at the person. Don't limit God. Don't limit God. You know, sometimes where you are not looking at is where God will bring the response and the results. Yeah. Go back to the scripture for me, please, first. Hebrews, verse 17. By faith, Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac, and he who had received the promises, offered up his only begotten son. Of whom it was said, in Isaac your seed shall be called. Concluding that God was able to raise him up, even, ah, what I said. Concluding in his heart, toward this God, that this God is able to raise him up, even from where? From there. Please. No, sorry, are you dead? Are you dead? So what is that this God cannot do in, even in the midst of your living? <gasps> whatever is dead in your body, in your life, whether it's your marriage, your career, what I see this God bringing them back to life in the name of Jesus. Say, just I'm coming back alive. I'm coming alive. Say to me, say in the name of Jesus, whatever that is dead in my life, my health, my career, my relationship, my marriage, whatever concerns me, I bring them back. Lest he who destroys the firstborn. Can you imagine? We're going to destroy everybody in this house. The first child. But what you're supposed to do, just take a blood of an animal, mark it in front of your door. And as the angel of death passes, I mean, comes around, he will pass over. That's what we call the communion. He will pass over. They did it just by faith. And all the children of Israel were preserved. By faith, may God preserve you from all those who are dying. May God preserve your health. Listen to me. What happened to others will never ever happen to you. I declare over your, the limitations of your families are not your limitation. 
The disgrace of your parents are not your disgrace. Their setbacks are not your setbacks. Their failures are not your failures. Their sicknesses are not your sickness. My Lord, in the name of Jesus. Their divorces are not your divorce. Their barrenness are not your barrenness. They did it by faith that when others are dying, they will live. They will live. They may die. But I said that God I have faith in that when others are dying, He's able to preserve. Ah, you will never die before your time. Listen to me. Listen to me. If there is any sickness in your generation, your family, which affects and kills people, declare by the word of the Lord, minus me, I will never have this. I mean, this sickness is, I'm not part of it, minus me. Say to yourself, minus me, minus me. You refuse it. You reject it. Glory to God. By faith in who? Somebody told me about a particular sickness in the bloodline. I said, minus you. If you agree, you become part of it. If, if you accept it, then it affects you. But minus me. I'm not part of it. I'm not part of it. The limitation, no. If my mother couldn't buy a house, if my father couldn't build, minus me. No, 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 no. Listen to me. You will do more than what your parents did in positive sense. You achieve more than, listen, what your people couldn't do, you will do more than that. Because of your faith, your faith, your faith, your faith in God. The Lord says to tell somebody here, you will marry. You will marry. You will marry. I said you will marry and receive it in the name of Jesus. You will marry. You will. Gloriously married. Celebrated marriage. Wonderful one. You will. You will marry. You will. It's possible. Glory to God. Now how to generate faith toward this God? These are powerful faith examples. How to generate faith? By faith, the harlot Rahab did not perish with those who did not believe. When she had received the spice, let me just jump and move on. Now, how do I generate faith toward this God? Last week, by the grace of God, we saw that you must see God as the ultimate. Because a time comes in your life that all that you need is God. I'm telling you, when you lose pleasure in everything, a time comes in your life, all that you look for is God. It's just God. Especially when your health is fading. When life gets you at a certain point, you realize that the ultimate thing that you need in life is this God. So see God as the art. He's the finality of everything. Your beginning and your end. Listen to me. You will start well and end well with only this God. Only this God. Only this God. So you better begin to have faith in him now. So see God as the ultimate. Number two. Everyone, everybody is limited. Everything, everybody has a limit. There are things people can do for you, but there are also things only God can do them. This is the doing of the Lord and it's marvelous. So it's only what God does that is marvelous. Every human being you are relying on, you are depending on, is limited. Every man, everybody, even you yourself, you are limited. Don't think about your, I mean, your, your, your smartness, what you have, what you think is connected. Everything, everything is limited. It's only God who is limitless. The moment you realize that everything around you and you yourself is limited, you begin to focus on this God. Ah. May God increase us this morning to see that all the things around us, your strength is limited. Your abilities are limited. Understand that. Your strength is limited. Your abilities are limited. The people you are depending on are limited. They are limited. Limited. They are lower. 
They can't take you to certain levels. They can't take you to certain places. Except this God who is never limited. You serve a limitless God. And he will take your life to where there is no limit. Have faith in him. Build faith toward this God. How do I generate faith toward God? Toward God? Number three. The third thing. How to generate faith toward God. Only God can deliver you from your human enemies. Please listen to that. You don't only have I mean, spiritual enemies. You also have human enemies. Physical enemies. There are two enemies the Bible talks about. The Bible talks about the physical enemies. Human, human enemies. And the Bible talks about spiritual enemies. But I'm talking about God is the it's only God who can deliver you from your physical or your human enemies. And the Bible acknowledges that. In Luke chapter number 6, from verse 27 through 32. Luke 6, 27 through 32. He said, but I said to you, who here? Love your what? So please, you must He's not talking about. Are you supposed to love the devil? Oh, are you supposed to love Satan? So there are physical enemies. Love the enemies. Why? And do good to those who do what? So please understand that there are human beings who doesn't like you. They just hate you. People hate you. It's better for you to understand this before it's too late for you. No matter how sweet, how pleasant, how smiling you are, there are still people who hate you. Understand that. You may see them. You may not see them. They may smile with you. They may not smile with you. But there are people who doesn't like you. They hate you, number one. They hate you. Number two. Bless those who curse. There are people also curses you. Sometimes because of offenses, because you did something against them, they have not forgiven you. People can hate you and curse you for so many reasons. Do you know that people have, you have offended or you have done something against and they are still against you? In their heart, they don't wish you well. They wish you, they, they wish you dead. They wish you disgrace. When something bad happens to you, they begin to celebrate. They are waiting to see. So there are those who curses you. You will suffer. You will not do well. They say it in their heart. Sometimes they say it in the closet. Negative declarations about you. Pray for those who spitefully use you. Let me roll. To him who strikes you on the one cheek, offer the other. From him who takes away from your cloth, do not withhold your tunic either. Give to everyone who asks of you. And from him who takes away from you. Now, I want to establish the fact that the Bible even acknowledges that there are people, there are human enemies. And the last thing that you can ever do is to think that everybody loves you. Sometimes, the people who are smiling with you are those who may even hate you the more. Sometimes, the people who are very... Micah 7, verse 6. Give me that scripture. Micah 7, 6. For son dishonest father, daughter rises up against her mother, daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. A man's enemies are the men of his own household. So sometimes, the people who doesn't wish you well are those who are even very close to you. Please help me tell them there are physical enemies, there are human enemies. Tell me there are people who doesn't like you. Tell me there are people who hate you. There are people. I'm not, I'm, I'm not talking about spirits, oh. Human beings. Psalm 55, verse 20 to 23. Please hurry up. Psalm 55, 20 to 23. Then Psalm 62, verse 4. He, said, he has put forth his hands against those who were at peace with him. So there are people that who even want to put you in trouble, even though you do have not caused any trouble for them. 
They are enemies to you, but you are not, I mean, you are enemies to them, but you are not enemies to, I mean, they are not enemies to you. You don't hate them, but they hate you. He has put forth his hands against those who were at peace with him. He has broken the covenant. Roll. The words of his mouth were smoother than butter, but war was in his heart. Me love you. Me miss you. I'm dying for you. I love you with the love of the Lord. Sometimes it's not it's not true. The words of his mouth were smoother than butter, but war. So what he says is different from what is in his heart. His words were softer than oil, yet they were drawn swords. Kaya. He speaks nice to you, but he talks negative behind you. Drawn swords. He speaks well about you in your presence, but speak evil. Listen to me. It's only God who can deliver you from such enemies. Psalm 60, what? Sister 2 verse 4. Please hurry, hurry. Let's look at that scripture. Please hurry. Sister 2 verse 4. They only consort to cast him down from his high position. They delight in lies. They bless with their mouth, but they curse him only. Human enemies. Listen to me. You will never know what is in a man's heart. Their evil desires, you will never know. It's only God who can deliver you from those things. That's why you must have faith in this God. And interestingly, all those who think evil about you and think evil for you, they will never do well in Jesus' name. Oh yeah, you have gone home. They will never do what? They will never do well. Because God sees what is in their heart and he will reward them accordingly. Hallelujah. And he will never allow their desires and their expectations to come upon you. Job 5 verse 12. Please hurry up. Job 5 verse 12. And Psalm 21 verse 11. Please hurry up. Job 5 verse 12. He knows what is in every man's heart. He frustrated the devices of the world. Do you know who a crafty person is? The crafty person is the one who smiles with you but has hatred in his heart. So that their hands cannot carry out all. May anybody planning evil concerning your life and your destiny. May God overturn them. They can never execute their plans in the name of Jesus. For they intend evil against you. They devise a plot which are not able to perform. They can't perform it. They can't. That's your goal. Psalm 21. Go back to the joke for me. Very interesting. He forced the device of the crafty so that their hands cannot carry out their plans. Any plan of the devil against your life comes to an end from today. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. And it's only this God who can deliver you and help you to escape their wishes, their evil desires, and their evil plans against your life. You know, sometimes, even when you are doing well, people hate you for doing well. Please go ahead. Sometimes, the little progress you are making, you can just dress in the way and somebody will just hate you for your dressing. Human enemies. People can just hate you for nothing. People can easily become your enemies for I hope you are not like that. Tell the person, I hope you are not like that at all. Somebody drives a car and you are angry. You see somebody's children, you are first. 
You see somebody walking in a way dressed in a new dress, and no, why should I tell you? And for time, if it doesn't suit the, the dress, doesn't suit the person, how does it concern you? How does it concern you? How does it concern you? Enemies everywhere, but it's only God who can deliver you out of their hands. May God deliver you from the hands of your enemies in the name of Jesus. Receive that grace in Jesus' name. I said, Receive that grace in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You see, sometimes because of their bad thoughts, they will never have peace. Because of bad thoughts, evil intentions, evil desire for people. I said, I hope you are not like that. I hope you are not like that. Because evil will take peace away from you. I'm telling you. You wish people down. You don't want people to progress. You, you are first in your spirit. You hate people for nothing. And you think you will do well? They will never do well. As you seek the face of God and you draw your faith onto God, God has so many ways of dealing with them. God will sometimes God will take them away from your life. Yeah, he has a way of doing it. God will take certain evil people away from your life. Sometimes God will even open your eyes to see that hey, she won't freeze any power. Do you know that some people left the church and I was so happy? Oh. Because God told me in, in advance about them. I was so excited. I remember some time ago, so, uh, some of the leaders came. Oh, so, oh, you have not been seeing this person at church. Oh, please, let's pray this person. Hey, don't pray that prayer. Hey. God has taken our trouble away. Keep quiet. Let God do what he wants to do. Tell us, thank God you are here. Thank God you are here. Thank God. thank God you are not a trouble. You are not a hindrance to God's, God's work. One day, one of them came and said, please, I want to come back. I said, hey, here. Now he has become a pastor. He said, I'm sorry for everything I did. I want to come back and serve you, my bishop. I said, who is your bishop? I said, it's my head. I said, hey. The expectations of your enemies will never, ever come to pass. Listen to me. All those who are waiting for your downfall, they'll be, they'll be disappointed, eh? They will be disgraced. Amen. Number four, right? How to generate faith toward God. Only God can deal also with your invisible enemies. Hmm. Apart from the physical enemies who doesn't like you as human beings, you're also dealing with spiritual beings that you can't see. Even though the source of the human ones are coming from the spiritual, but both are working against you. Ephesians 6. Verse 16. Please, Ariel. Ephesians 6, the verse 16. No, please, let me... Let, verse 12, rather, please. Sorry. Verse 12, please. So forgive me. Verse 12. So, for we are not wrestling against flesh and what? But, but against principalities. Say, I'm not wrestling against flesh and blood. But against principalities. Against powers. Against rulers of darkness of this age. And against spiritual hosts of wickedness. So there are four groups. And each and everyone on his own level. You are fighting them. They are wrestling with you. They want your downfall. They, they want you not to serve God. They want you to become gay. They want you to become lesbian. Yeah. I mean, they want all kinds of things. Evil. Evil against you. 
So there are spiritual forces that are fighting. Spiritual that we don't see with our physical eyes. Apart from the ones we see with our physical eyes. Psalm 91 from verse 2. Please hurry. My time is up. From verse 2 to 14. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God, him I will trust. Surely he shall deliver you from the snare of the world. Everybody is snare. Do you know what a snare is? A trap. There are always traps set for you. And from the perilous person. Traps are set and pestilences, diseases, sicknesses. The enemy plan all that for you. Surely he shall, please roll. He shall cover you with his what? So your security is in God. And his under, I mean, and under his wings, you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and your buckler. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night. So there is evil that moves at night. Let me tell you, when you sleep and you have what you call a moon tomb, it's an evil that comes to attack you. It works in the night, I'm telling you. Terror by night! One day I was lying down and I saw a figure in my room. Figure. Flash. Sometimes you'll be lying down. Listen to me. The things that come to sleep with you at night are spiritual. Spirits moves. We call them terror, night terrors. But may the God who sent angels of vengeance bring you vengeance upon your enemies in the name of Jesus. Nor of the arrow. So even during the day, arrows are. So there are two things. Terror in the night, arrows by day. Do you know what arrows are? Yeah. So every day, the devil releases arrow. The arrow of sickness. The arrow of disappointment. The arrow of failure. The arrow of shame. They are just everywhere. But you will escape any one and every one of them. If God. Nor of the pestilence that works in sicknesses, darkness. Nor of the destruction that wastes. Ah, new day. A thousand may fall at your side. Ten thousand at your right. But they shall not come. Only with your eyes. You shall look and see the reward of the wicked. May the evil of the wicked turn back on their own heads in the name of Jesus. Listen, look at the focus. Look at, look at the reason why. Because you have made the Lord. Who is? This is faith toward God. Because your eyes are only on God. You have made God the Lord who is my refuge. Even the most high my dwell. Lord, if you leave me, I'm dead oh. Tell God from the deepest of here. If you don't help me, if you don't deliver me from these people, no evil shall befall you, nor shall a plague come near your dwelling. For he shall give his angels. Say, just I have angels with me now. I have angels with me. During the day you gave your life to Christ, God assigned angels to you. Yeah. And he gave you different kinds of angels. There is an angel of prosperity, there's an angel of protection. There's an angel of vengeance. There are all kinds of angels God gives you. I can show you from the scriptures. This morning, the morning prayers, we prayed about the angel of vengeance. The morning prayer. Those of you, you see, I don't know. Please let me say this to you. Everybody here. Church service, now we have changed the time. It is not eight. Now it is seven. Tell the person it is seven. It is seven. So within that one hour, it's all about prayer. We pray and pray. Some of you throughout the week, you are not able to pray for even one hour. So we meet at seven. We pray until eight. Then the main service starts. And this morning, we pray about the angel of vengeance from Psalm what? I quote the scripture from Psalm. Angel of vengeance. 
that God will give you vengeance from your enemies. The angel of vengeance to get through all your forces and those who are fighting against you. For he shall keep his angels charge over you to keep you in all your what? Your ways. In their hands they shall bear you up lest you dash your foot. You never crash in life. I said you will never crash in this life. In your career you never crash. In your business you never crash. In your health you will never crash. In your marriage and your relationship you will never crash. It may look as if it's not working but you will never crash. For the angels of God will uphold you in his hand. Uphold you. They shall bear you lest you dash your flesh. Because if God does not hold you, hey, you are human being. You are you can do it, you can do the most stupid, the stupidest. I don't know if it's great English. See, help me. You can do the most stupidest thing on this earth, except God holds you. You can fall in the next trap, except God covers you. It's God. It's God. Go back, go back, verse 12. Please hurry, hurry. Verse 12. In their hands they shall bear you up. Lest, because if you don't hold you, lest you will dash your foot. Ah, you will hurt yourself if God does not help you. Hold you and protect you. The mistake that you made that will kill you. That will make you to lose what God has for you. You will never make that mistake in the name of Jesus. The man that will come into your life to mess your destiny but will never come near you. The woman that's coming on your way to frustrate your life will never come near you. In the name of Jesus. Are you here? I have gone home. You shall tread upon the lion and the cobra. Lion, I mean the young lion and the serpent, you shall tremble underfoot. Because he has set his love upon me. Therefore, I will deliver him. That's what God, God is saying to you. I will set him on high because he has known me. He has, he, he has put his trust and his faith in me. The last verse. Please hurry up. Who he shall call upon me, I will answer. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him. Uh, may God honor you. May God deliver you from trouble. Because your faith is on him. My faith is toward who? Have faith in God. He is on his throne. Oh, ha. He watch over his own. He cannot fail. We must prevail. Have faith in God. Have faith in God. Oh, have faith in God. He's on his throne. Have faith in God. He watches. Oh, he cannot fail. We must prevail. Have faith in God. Have faith. Hey, you're not even trying to sing the thing. You're just watching my face like that. Try to sing it. You can't project it. Who is there? Let's sing one more time. Have faith in God. For no gravity film, just use your mouth to pass through. Oh. Watch over his own. He cannot fail. We must prevail. We must prevail. Have faith in God. Have faith in God. Let's sing one more time. Okay, we'll have it here. Have faith in God. He, madam, look on the screen. Ah, faith in God. He watches over his own. He cannot fail. God cannot fail. He must prevail. Oh, he must prevail. Oh, uh, 
Oh, you are prevailing in the name of Jesus. Say, I am prevailing, I am prevailing, I am prevailing. Hallelujah. Now, few benefits of faith in God. In conclusion, few benefits. Some of the benefits of faith in God. Number one, you will never be disappointed. When your faith is in God, God will never disappoint you. Psalm 89, 34. My covenant will I not break, nor alter the word that has gone out of my lips. What I have said I will do for you, me, I will never change it. What God has said he will do for you, that you are the head but not the tail, that it's not good for a man or woman to be alone. What God has said, that me, I will, I will bless you and I will help you. He will never disappoint you. What I have said, men may change what they say. They will change their mouth. And I've seen it several times. Men may give you hope, false hope, promises. But what does God promises you? If only you have faith in him. Numbers 23, verse 19. Hurry up. Downward. Please hurry up. My time is up. I have three minutes. God is not a man that he should lie. Nor a son of man that he should repent. Has he said it? And will he not do it? Has he spoken? And will he not make it good? Beloved God, whatever God has said about you is true. God will prosper you. You'll be in good health. You will do well. You will marry. You will see your children's children. You will prosper. Just believe what he has said. You are not a man who will lie. So when you have faith in this God, you will never be disappointed. Number two, your faith in God will grant you supernatural escapes from evil attacks. It will counter every works of the enemy against your destiny. The devil's focus and his first, I mean, his fight against you is for you to lose faith in God. Yeah. So they begin to ask questions. Is God there? Is God alive? He, the devil wanted to lose faith in God. That's what the devil wanted to do. You lose trust in God. You don't believe in God again. You don't believe in church. You don't believe in reading the Bible. You don't really believe in praying. Because you've said, you pray that you have not seen anything. You are losing faith in God. The devil's attack is against your faith in God. He told Peter, Jesus, Luke 22. He says, Peter, I've seen that Satan want to save you like wheat. But I prayed for you. So that your faith will not do what? Fail. He's after your faith in God. In 1 John 5, 4. Hurry up. 1 John 5, 4. For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is a victory that has overcome the world. Even our what? Our faith. Your faith is what gives you the victory over the enemy. Please, no matter what the enemy is doing in your life, say to yourself, my life is becoming better and better and better. And better. Yeah. No matter what the devil is doing against you. No matter what he's doing. No matter the happenings in your life. God will reign in your life. God is still God. Hallelujah. And last one. The benefits of faith toward God. I mean, please don't forget that. Don't allow the enemy to take your, your, your faith from God. Don't allow that. He doesn't want you to be consistent. Even to your, your, in your service to God. 
So if it's, not, it's not your fault that you don't you come to church today, tomorrow you don't come, you, you are on and off. It's not your fault. Because the devil is stealing your faith small, small. But you think that when you come to church, I don't even get anything from it. What do I get? Is the devil speaking to you? You are not consistent with God. Anybody who is not consistent in church, check the person. The devil is fighting the faith of the person. I don't feel like going to church today. The devil is at work. First John, I mean, First Timothy four one. Hurry up. First Timothy four one. This is the work of the devil. This is what he's doing. Now the Spirit expressly says that in latter times, some will depart from the way. Faith toward who? Giving heed to deceitful spirits, doctors of demons. God cannot help you again. Now let me tell you, heaven help those who help themselves. When we, when we began the church afresh, we move it. And when we move in here to this place, and Malam came around, he said, uh, "Please, Pastor, I, 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 I know you want to do well. You want to succeed. Our members were very few. I can help you. I'm giving you one year. The church will become full. Everybody will hear about you." I said, Elijah, do you know who you are talking to? Please, I'm not interested." He went. Came back after some time. You will do well. I will help you. I'm talking about deceiving spirits and doctors of demons. Getting out of the faith. So many people are covering the church with the Bible, but there are things under. He came back again. Please. Have you seen the church is still the same? Old? You are just in this structure. That we have only the posts, the, the pillars. As I speak to you now, the one who said he wanted to help me, he's dead. <laughs> I am alive. The one who didn't receive the help, I'm still alive. <laughs> God. Oh, but when I look at you from your head to your toe, look at you, Allah, you want to help me. Malam. I mean, the tables have ten. How come? All your teeth is yellow. And you want to help me, whose, whose teeth is white? Ah! Like somebody who was telling medicine for t- toothache. You, I hope you know the story. I saw that medicine for teeth. That will not help you for your teeth not to remove. When you open your mouth, oh, almost all of you will remove. Whatever a man does not have, he can never give. He can. May God help us. May God deliver us. May God help us to draw our faith toward him. When you have faith in this God, listen to me. And I think I'm speaking prophetically. I see all things working for your good. Yeah. Hey, are you here? You have gone home. Yeah. Whatever that is not working in your favor, I see them turning into your favor. Yeah. Let God see that your hope and your trust and your faith is in on Him alone. Can you please rise to your feet? Jehovah is. Your name, oh Jehovah, oh mighty warrior, mighty warrior, pray in battle, Jehovah, oh mighty warrior, Oh, great 
Lift up your voice and sing it. Oh, my warrior, my warrior, oh, great Jehovah. Sing for the last time. That's your song, that's your prayer. Oh, my warrior, my oh, great to Please have to say in the name of Jesus. Father, from today, help me to drop the faith in men, the faith in myself, and focus on you alone as my help, as my source, as my provider, as my provision. Help me to focus on you alone. From today, I take my eyes from every man. I take my eyes from myself. And I fix my eyes on you. No matter what I'm going through, my God is bigger. You will see me through. I am victorious. Because my faith is in you. In the name of Jesus. One minute, lift up your voice and talk to God right now. Help me, Jesus. Help me, Jesus. Help me to see you as my source, my provider, my protector, my provision, my healer, my rock, my defense. Not what I have, not who I know, not what I'm connected to, not what I can do, but in you alone. Talk to him. Talk to him. You are my God, 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 you are my God. My faith is in you alone. My faith is not in my job. Not in my husband, not in my wife, not in my child. My faith is in you alone. Not in my parents, but my faith is in you alone. Help me to focus on you. Help me to trust on you. Help me not to give up. 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 Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord. Please ask me say the name of Jesus. Father, from today, let my faith toward you bring miracles, bring wondrous things. Let my faith toward you manifest with great resource in the name of Jesus. 30 seconds, talk to the Lord right now. This is your last prayer. Talk to God. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Great healer. Shepherd of our soul. Thank you for the touch. Thank you for the healing. We receive it with faith. We rejoice in it. We are well and we are well. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' holy name, we call it done. Amen.
Amen. God bless you.